Lamb Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. and welcome to another exciting episode of Land Grant University Presents Beers with the Brewers podcast. Today is Thursday, October 27th. It's American Beer Day. Happy American Beer Happy Day to those who celebrate. Happy American Beer Day to Woo-hoo. all who celebrate. My name is Eric, and I am your host today, and I will be joined with uh, Meredith Miles, our Director of Communications. Ahoy. Spoiler alert. Dan is not here today. No, no. We miss him. Uh, but we will. We have we have other people in his stead. That's okay. We'll be all right with that, Dan, this week. Uh, we also have in the third chair, Deb Lefman, our taproom support. Say hello, Deb. Hi, everyone. Hello, Deb. <laughs> <laughs> it's her first time on the podcast, and we'll yeah, talk welcome, about why. welcome, Deb. Thank you. Uh, in a moment here. And then uh, finally, in the uh, last chair, Chris Helderman, Director of Brewing Operations. Hello. hello. You might be able to say... Is this an American beard, eh? Hey. All right, strike that from the like, record. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> two weeks in a row with uh, He's really real bad owners there. Did you hear him? Uh, I don't know if you guys heard oh. the podcast last week. With the, the, I hear the podcast every week. The poser joke. Or no, it wasn't poser. It was a hocus pocus hocus joke. Hocus pocus joke. Oh, my goodness, yeah. There, yes. was, a, there was a lot of jokes last there week. There were a lot. Oh, that was rough. That was rough. Some landed um, better than others. <laughs> hey, I tell jokes for me. If you guys happen to laugh, that's amazing. But It's true. Guys, today we are talking about a returning beer, one of my absolute favorites, maybe even my favorite. Again, the day kind of comes and goes with the days. But we're, we're talking fruit slices, hazy pale ale, which is the reason Deb's on the podcast, too, because... Deb, this is also your favorite beer? This is my favorite beer. I'm so excited. Yes. We're going to talk about why we like it so much, but first we're going to have Chris give us a rundown about the details of what's inside this beer, why it tastes so good, and... Yeah, what's inside it? What, yeah, talk about Tell it. Tell us about it. Hops and malt, mainly. Um, <laughs> no way! Actually, actually, I guess mostly water. Hey! Um, so this is Fruit Slices, the Hazy Pale Ale, 5.6% alcohol, IBUs of 50, which if you listen to the podcast, you know... That doesn't mean anything to me. Um, it is bitter, though. Yes. Okay. I'm, I would I'm agree sorry. with that. <laughs> um, and the hops that are in this are Mosaic, Amarillo, Centennial, CTZ, or Columbus. And then the malts we use are our um, kind of House Pilsner malt, Swain Pilsner, some malted oats, white wheat. And then um, this year uh, we used Lutra, the uh, Omega's kind of clean Hornendal yeast. Um, which might have been, might or might not have been our idea, which we talked about last time. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, as far as what it looks like, mildly hazy, like a Hefeweizen and uh, a light straw color. The aroma, um, I get a ton of orange, um, yeah, orange and grapefruit with some light breadiness. And then the taste I get are orange and grapefruit. Um, and you do get some, uh, some, some pulpiness from mm-hmm. it. It's, uh, it's not like orange juice or like grapefruit juice. It's more like you bit into one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I would agree with that. You get you get some of that uh, that pithiness. Uh, That's the word I was gonna use. That you can that that really I think um, 
makes that bitterness kind of come through, mm-hmm. make you, oh, this is, oh, this, this does taste more like an actual citrus fruit that I'm biting into. And, um, but it's got that bitterness that makes you want to go back for another sip. I feel like when we talked about, um, when we, when we released Ruby this past summer and we had a grapefruit IPA yeah. that we talked a lot about how it's not like the fake flavor of fruit, but instead the actual taste of a grapefruit where it has that sort of bitter pithy bite. That's like the same finish I get with this, but it's a little bit, um, I'd say it's a little orangier than mm-hmm. obviously the grapefruit forward, but I still get that snap at the end, which is why I feel like from a bitterness perspective, you've got it, but it doesn't feel as hot bitter as it feels almost like that citrus bitter, which is, I think, a little more palatable for someone who's maybe not straightforward IPA bitterness. I would agree. Happy. Yeah. I'd say the, the name and the label are a little deceptive here. In my opinion, uh, I do love this beer a whole lot, but I think just like from the look of it and the name of it, you'd expect something that's a little more like of a, a fruitier beer, but this is, I mean, not to say this isn't fruity, but this is more of like a citrus fruit instead of like a candied fruit or a, like a sweet fruit. But Yeah, I think that's a common thing we talk about when a beer has a a flavor profile or even I think back to even like a I don't know Buckeye Donuts our collab our open always yeah. it's not sweet it's actually really drinkable and you get all these notes and different flavors in the drink but it's not sweet like and you're thinking it's a donut beer it's gonna have to be heavy pastry like and it's not necessarily the case and I feel like that is totally here when you stick your nose in this glass it's like it's like when you pop open, we talk about the, you know, the fake fruit from the candy store or from the like corner store. It's that like when you pop open that bag. Deb, have you taken your first sip yet? Has it lived up your expectations? Uh, it's been a little bit since we've released as this As good beer. as you remember? It has. I used to buy this before I worked here. And when I saw it was being released, I got so excited. Yeah, Deb actually <laughs> walked in. And when she saw it, I, I swear, I don't know. I swear I saw her like click her heels and a little woohoo. <laughs> she was she was amped about it. So we were excited that she could join us to chat about it today. Absolutely. It's as good as ever. Fantastic. I agree. Come get you some. Well, what about uh, <laughs> what about crushability, Deb? What do you think? So it's your first time on the podcast, so maybe you don't know, but we do with every one of these beers on this podcast. Is if you're at home and you have a six pack and you're 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 on a you're ready to drink some beers, it's a game or, day. I mean, it could be a beautiful day on the beer garden. Mm-hmm. And again, the, the whole true. the whole idea is that you remove like you're you're taking care of all the responsible components of drinking so you're not driving anywhere you know you're just settling in you don't have kids to take care of anything like that yeah there's no responsibility dream scenario honestly (laughs) the most ideal beer drinking scenario you can picture how many of these are the six pack are you taking down in a session i'm drinking all six (laughs) it's only 5.6 abv there are dogs to pet on the patio i'm here for the day (laughs) i love that that's perfect I concur. It's a six crusher for me. Again, this is one of my uh, favorites, so I was really happy to see a return as well. So that's uh, two sixes. Meredith, what do you got? You know, with the bitterness factor, I would be a little more likely to maybe pare it down a tiny bit from a six to a five, just because I think that's something that you have to really be um, in the mood for. But it's as I'm sitting here and drinking it, I, this is my first one this, this time back around, and I, I can get down with six, so I, I will follow suit. You know, if uh, you've got the first sip that you take and you're like, wow, this is, as soon as it hits your tongue, you're like, yeah, this is pretty sweet. I don't know. And then that bitterness really, Mm -hmm. really cleans off your tongue. And uh, yeah, this is a six crusher. Without that bitterness, you might be there. But 
it, no, with the with the bitterness, it really, really lends to man. I think I'll have another sip of that. Yeah, man. I think I'll have another sip of that. Keeps you coming back man, for more. That's empty. Yeah. I should go get another one. <laughs> Exactly. We remind you to always crush responsibly, uh, however that looks for you. But you know, yeah, 5.6%. You know what that means. <laughs> What's Ring that? the bell. Oh, yeah, we rang that bell. We're ringing it. It's, uh, <laughs> That's a unanimous six crusher. So, yeah, come get uh, come get a six-pack at the tap room. We've got plenty of it here, and uh, I think it's going to go fast. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's a great one. It's a fan favorite. It's really fun um, from a communications perspective. Uh, you get a lot of people asking, where's this? Where's that? You know, they come to us for a variety of different beers, and this is a beer that people are always clamoring for. So when you can reward yeah. our our customers, our listeners, our all of our friends with something that they've been asking for, especially Deb can leave me alone now asking me about it. No, hey, no. Uh, it's it's really great. Chris, do you know how much of this beer uh, do we do we brew this time, or are we planning to brew this season? Um, this beer is going to run through January. Awesome, I believe. So we have brewed at least two hundred barrels, maybe more. That's Sky's the limit. If you keep yeah. drinking it, we'll keep brewing it. <laughs> That's how it works, right? I'll do my part. <laughs> yeah. Deb's committed. Well, it is American Beer Day, but I did not know that until we sat down. Do we know what uh, what we're celebrating on American Beer Day? Besides the uh, release of uh, Fruit Slices here? Um, I mean, we're celebrating a huge menu full of uh, yes. a variety of beers. And what's interesting, and I actually would ask Chris this question, is because beer is such a... Um, regional thing in terms of different styles and different things like that. What do you consider like qualifying as American beer? Is it based on styles, even if they're using ingredients or um, things of that nature from other regions? Like, what would you consider American beer? Good yeah. question. <clears throat> Thank you. Yeah, American beer. I would say you're looking at IPAs, mm-hmm. um, and not the British IPAs, the American IPAs. The, I mean. I don't know my history extremely well uh, as far as what has been produced in other regions of the world, but pretty sure, like most things, America, we do things to excess. And um, yeah. so uh, I think our, our trends change more than most other places in, in the world, but we also have a, a lot shorter um, timeline. Mm-hmm. We're a pretty young country as things go, um, and the beer production here uh, hasn't been happening for, you know, Millennia, like it has uh, in other places of the world, um, but yeah, it's definitely the the um, large use of hops. Just mm-hmm. the ex- I'll say the excessive use of hops, yeah, and the excessive use of fruit, mm-hmm. um, like basically the excess of anything in beer. I think is what makes it an American beer. <laughs> um, you know, the the Belgians they have they have their Belgian quads and stuff like that, so they they. they they have that uh, area. But, yeah, I would say the excess is, is what really does it here. Excess haze, excess hops, excess fruit, excess donuts. Like, <laughs> like literally all these things are what make yeah. the American beer culture what it is. Nothing says American beer like a donut beer, right? It, it feels like it tracks. Yeah, you know, and, and it could just be flying in the face of the Reinheitsk boat. Like, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's more accurate. But... Um, yeah, that's what I feel. And, and you know, we still like to uh, honor those those traditional uh, beers, and, and we love them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've got a British Mild on uh, that is one of uh, the brewer's favorite beers to drink. Mm-hmm. Um, Franklin and Pub Ale, that is a, a pretty pretty good uh, 
extra special bitter, um, our, some of our pilsners and everything. So like, we love those beers, but, um, our American customers, which is 99.999% of our customers, they, you know, they want the, the new stuff and we love making the, the new stuff, the excessive stuff. I think that's such a good point too, because part of the reason, you know, we talk a lot about, we make beer for you is that the idea of how we brew and what we brew is so rooted in a little bit of something for everybody. Um, and the things that we make, we try to make them really good, but we also know that, you know, one person's IPA, some people won't touch an IPA and they want this lager, you know, they want to keep it light. They maybe want something fruity, something sour. And I think that's, what's so cool about the tap room in particular is that regardless of maybe what people are clamoring for on a grocery shelf, we have a lot of styles, whether they're crazy fun infusions or something really traditional like that. Franklin's and Pubbeal is a great example. It's, there's always kind of something new to try, and it's equal parts paying homage to, like, traditional styles just as much as it is these American excess to the max uh, styles and in, in, in brews, which is really cool. Well, and so I just immediately went to craft beer culture um, because that's what we're in. But, you know, if you were, I think if you were to go to the rest of the world kind of mainstream, it'd be Budweiser. Yeah. Like that would be, Keep that would be domestic, w- yeah, right, right. as they say, yeah, yeah so exactly th- true. So they would be, you know, the lightest lager that you can get, um, and that's what I think most people outside of America w- would say that aren't like beer nerds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fun fact: Budweiser is my favorite uh, domestic beer. Love me a good Budweiser. Blats are bust, baby. <laughs> uh, well, guys, that's fruit slices, um, Meredith. Since uh, Walt is not here to do the rundown mm-hmm. of the week, would you do the honors for us? It would be an honor and a privilege oh, to f- try and fill Walt Key's shoes. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all eight, well, children over 21, maybe. There we go. Or at least before <laughs> 8 o'clock, you're allowed to have your kids. Um, so taking a look at you know Thursday, October 27th being today, if you're listening on the day that this come out, comes out, um, obviously, we don't necessarily have an event today, but it as we've talked ad nauseum, American Beer Day, what better place to celebrate it than here in the tap room? You can have a super American or super non-American craft beer. Um, in our tap room off of one of our 24 taps. Um, and obviously we've got Ray Ray's and Mikey's and Dodo, Donuts, uh, Galore. So plenty of food to choose from. So come on down and have a pint today. Uh, tomorrow we have the annual LG Halloween Party and Costume Contest with DJ Leak, who is um, incredible. He's the cruise DJ. He's going to start spinning at 8 p.m. And there is a, con- a costume contest... And it's at 10 p.m. So if you're coming on down, you have to make sure you hang out, uh, dress in your Halloween best, and we will have a panel of judges who will be uh, awarding, I believe the prize is a Winter Garden package, which is very exciting. Um, Some news that we announced earlier this week is that Winter Garden is, in fact, coming, and that means the return of our beer garden igloos as well as our curling rink. Um, And exciting news about the curling rink, we've added a lane, and we've gotten a bigger chiller, which means we'll be able to extend the season, so we'll be able to start it earlier and run it longer, which is awesome because we learned quite a bit last year in our first go-round as it relates to um, environmental ice conditions <laughs> in Ohio. So we're more info to come. Hopefully, uh, when you're listening to this, reservations will soon be live as it relates to uh, getting your curling lane or your igloo reserved uh, 
in the coming weeks when we actually open up everything and get it rolling. Uh, back to this weekend, we've got Ohio State playing away at Penn State. So come on down and uh, watch it here. It's a noon game, which is not maybe quite as fun as those whiteouts at night, but it'll be a, it'll be a fun uh, Big Ten matchup. So come on down, grab a couple beers, and watch in the beer garden with friends. And then Sunday, okay, leash up your pups. Get those costumes ready, because if we're throwing a party for the humans, we have to throw a party for the pups, because you know... We're an equal, equal opportunity party thrower. For and we've dogs got, and humans alike. Yes, yeah, oh yeah right. of course. Fantastic. Uh, so we have a dog Halloween party and costume contest. So one to three on Sunday. The judging will be at 3 p.m. So if you're not... Oh, yes. And uh, Debbie, you're a judge? I am a judge. Oh, my gosh. Deb's the perfect person to judge the costume contest because she is, as she mentioned before, perpetually on the patio just petting pups. Yep, I get paid to play with dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's amazing. So what's great about that is we will have prizes that were both for the pup and their owner alike. So a little something for everybody in the mix. And um, I think Deb will speak for us all when she says that there are bonus points if you coordinate your costume with your dog. Oh, yes, please do. <laughs> I will say one of the most adorable things are the pet costumes where it looks like it's like a person. And then the front legs are like just they're like normal legs, mm-hmm. like Those the are, little UPS drivers, yeah, or, or anything. <laughs> and it gives them arms in the front, so yeah. it's just like a little guy walking. Oh, I love it! Oh, I, I love, love it. Well, maybe we should get you down here so you can judge too. I feel like you've got an opinion on it. We should definitely get you. Just talked yourself into a judging spot. There will be fruit <laughs> slices. Yeah, just grab your six There's pack of fruit beers. slices, settle in, and uh, and get to to judging. Um, and if dog. Halloween costumes and parties aren't your thing, that's okay. We have um, the Mexico Grand, Mexico City Grand Prix is that um, Sunday at 4, and we all know that we've been kind of the new home of F1 racing wash parties spot. here in Columbus, which has been so cool. Um, we've talked, if you've listened weeks past episodes, we talked a lot about sort of the phenomenon that has been F1 in the U.S., and it's uh, sort of... Uh, more mainstream visibility. So we're really pumped about that. And it's nice when they're uh, in a normal time, instead of having to open the tap room at 8 a.m., you know, because it's happening over in Europe, um, you know, with last week would have been the uh, U.S. Grand Prix out of Austin. So it's nice to have those in sort of more prime time opportunities. And there's no Browns game that day because they'll be playing in Monday Night Football, uh, which leads me into Monday. Uh, we've got Browns, Bengals, Monday Night, prime time, 8.15. Mikey's Late Night Slice is the truck. So can't get much better than that come on down whether you get a fruit slices grab whatever beer you like get some pizza from mikey's and settle in to cheer on your battle of ohio pro team slice and a slice Ooh, a slice and a slice get him on the communications team he's got (laughs) chops um tuesday we are actually done with trivia for the month which is crazy to think but um trivia will be taking a little hiatus in november and then we're retooling it for the winter so once we bring it back inside have a couple of tweaks and changes to it to make it really fun are we also done with the movies then on yeah that's true yeah this is my favorite part of the podcast and we have to somewhat allude and dance around what movie we're actually talking about so last week when we showed hocus pocus because we can say that now (laughs) because people know right uh it it seemed like the right way to close out the season for uh for us an october end of october uh sort of final final showtime so um really enjoyed it's such a cult classic for a lot of people and obviously with the 
uh, is it called Hocus Pocus Two? Yeah, is that just what it's called? Just, they yeah. didn't get, they didn't try to get cute. It's just straight just up, two. which is the better way to do it. It's honestly. true. It's, it's so true. Hocus um, Pocus Two, back to being a witch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that's not witch, it. Which witch is witch? Um, I yeah. love that. That is fantastic. That's, that's what good, it should that's have been called. Third one. <laughs> yeah, that's the third one. Yeah. Which witch is witch? Um, we'll copyright that. Save that for later. So just in case we ever have to come back to this, get our royalties. Yes. Um, but like we said, uh, trivia will be taking a little break in November. We'll give Travis a break from being here every day and being paid one of those days. So he'll we'll, still be here. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll still be, be let's here. Let's be honest. He'll be here. Um, and then um, Tortilla Street Food, as always, is our Tuesday truck, which is, is great. And again, even in these colder months, it's nice and hearty and delicious um, Mexican street food. So come on down for that. And then last but certainly not least, Wednesday... We're going to have an open house where you can meet the Columbus Curling Club. Um, it doesn't look like the... I don't. We don't necessarily think that the rink is going to be ready necessarily, but the idea is that um, our friends at the Columbus Curling Club will be here and talking a lot about the stuff that they do. So if you do come down to the tap room um, and beer garden this... Or the winter garden, I guess I should say, this winter, um, and get a chance to do our brewery curling, there's sort of this opportunity for exposure that like levels up and you can go and experience real curling with you know, sweeping and everything like that at the Columbus Curling Club. So our friends from there are going to be here and Two Fat Indians Food Truck, as always, will be here on Wednesday night to help spice things up, heat things up on those cool nights. Yum. If you've never done actual curling, no, it's fantastic. Um, You know, I've done it uh, once now, (laughs) but it was, (laughs) it was, uh, it was, it was really cool. Uh, You know, I've, I've always watched that on the Olympics. I've always thought it was cool. Um, you know, if you play shuffleboard on, on that cruise ship or at the, uh, at the old folks home, that's <laughs> not really PC, but that's what you, what, what you might picture. Uh, In if you your play retirement shuffleboard, community. Yeah, there you go. Um, it, so if you, if you're a fan of shuffleboard, it's just large shuffleboard that you play on ice while drinking a beer. Beer is actually in the rules. I'll, uh. <laughs> I'll uh, kind of represent Mark Richards, uh, you know, for making sure we say that. Um, he was always very proud to say that. So, yeah, it's uh, one of the few, maybe the only sport that beer is actually in the rules. It's fun. Um, so, yeah. yeah, definitely go out and play curling at least once in your life. If you love it, play it more. Well, and what's really neat, too, is the opportunity to not feel the pressure of the formality of playing it in like a more professional environment is the access point we've got here at the brewery is, is perfect because I mean, we, uh, I think back to last year and we had kids, we had grandparents, we had everybody in between people on a date, people having a, whatever, a work function, really kind of any opportunity to get out there, bundle up and, and slide some kegs on the ice was a lot of fun. Um, and I think the opportunity to do it in a year last year when we had an Olympics was really, really neat too, just to see that kind of parallel. So, um, more to come, stay tuned for details on the actual rink opening date, but we're really excited that it's coming back and we've heard a lot of really great feedback. So, Hopefully we'll have a much longer season. Leagues will be returning. There's a lot of cool stuff ahead. So more to come. Can't wait for the Winter Garden. Can't wait for curling to be opened up again. It was a lot of fun last year. Uh, so, yeah, it was my first experience with it uh, was in our beer garden. So I'm definitely looking forward to having that again this year. Should be fun. Uh, guys, any closing thoughts for our listeners, for the audience, fruit slices or otherwise? All right. Wow, well, crickets. Okay. <laughs> can, you throw a, can you throw a cricket sound yeah, in there? Yeah, we can. Uh, we, Thank uh, we'll you. get some new sound effects <laughs> on the board there. All right, guys. Well, this has been a pleasure uh, drinking some fruit slices with you guys. And we want to invite you down to the tap room. Come get yourself a six pack of fruit slices. Stay for a sporting event or some food or some trivia. Get slices and slices and on slices you know, and slices. Thursday oh. through Monday. Slices and slices. 
And we will see you here. Please remember to tip your bartenders. And we'll see you next week on Beers the Brewers podcast. Thanks for joining, Deb. Thank you yes, for thank having you, me.